Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 195. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm Sleepy Mike Kaplan. Sleepy Mike Kaplan. You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America on Instagram. Also, this show, lostinamericapod.com. Subscribe to us. You can listen to us on Spotify, yeah. iTunes, the iHeartRadio, if that still exists. And you can watch us on YouTube. So you go and subscribe right now. Stop what if you're doing. If you're listening to us, stop listening and yeah. watch us on YouTube. If you're watching us, stop watching and listen to us <laughs> on iHeartRadio app. Yeah, exactly. We watch wanna, if you're I a real be, fan, you're going to watch us on more than one platform so you can help us out. Do it at the same time, Cap. That's a, <laughs> Sync it up like how people when they watch uh, Wizard of Oz. Or like they say when you watch a football game, it's better to listen to it on the radio and turn the mute so you get the local announcers. Play-by-play guy. Play-by-play <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down. Yeah, yeah, so do that. Or like, us. you know, the Wizard of Oz with what they do, Pink Floyd album? Yeah, we are the new. <laughs> but There's I a lot just... of symbolism. Turner's <laughs> been a master of editing. The symbol at minute 16, if you play it backwards, you hear uh, Kaplan hates his kids. Kaplan, Kaplan hates his kids. murdered the Kaplan, pack. Kaplan murdered someone in the park last night. <laughs> We're commit. We're we're admitting to crimes on this podcast. Yes, exactly. We've committed all over New York City. Multiple Pancakes murders. peed on Rajamilia. That's in the pod this week. Backwards. So yeah, Kaplan. We have a lot of review. People are loving this new format we're doing. And I'm talking. I'm not just saying America. I'm saying the world. The world. That's good. We wanna we wanna reach the world. That's our platform. We don't want to just be a local pod. This is yeah, or nah, national pod. On, we want to be an international super pod. International Superpod is the new yeah. genre that we're working in. Genre, yes. In podcasting, people love it. They say we're doing great. They say we love, we hate it. People hated our old format where we <laughs> talk to people about their hometowns. They said that was yeah. the worst. It's I like heard. gonna, it's gonna go down as the lost season. The people like that, they, they, like know, season, season two of the two, Wire. Uh, people yeah, hate two. it. I love that. I love Ziggy, but you know some people don't like it. Well, they but, didn't like what we were doing. Yeah, we were talking to people about their hometowns, where they grew up, where they were. I gotta be honest with you; those were great guests. But I was falling asleep during those episodes. Yeah, you were sleepy, Turner Sparks. 
I was sleepy, Turner Sparks. Yeah, you. for people watching on YouTube right now, you look like you're half awake. You got a yeah. Shalom Y'all t-shirt Well, I'm testing on. on the theme which you're going to get to. You know, On our guest today is yeah. Muhammad Magdi Kaplan. Muhammad is a comedian from Egypt, uh, originally from Egypt. He lives in Hong Kong. We're talking about the UAE deal with Israel, the peace deal in the Middle East. Before we get, so he's going to come in. Apparently, Israel has had, I mean, Egypt has had peace with Israel, you wouldn't even know that, right? 30 something <laughs> years. I wouldn't know it. Not talking to, so yeah, no, you wouldn't know. You have no idea. So he's going to tell us all about that, how it might What relate. to expect for peace? Because I'm wearing this Shalom shirt today. I, if you're on YouTube, you see this. I'm feeling good about peace in the world, peace in the Middle East. So we'll see if he agrees with me. That, that's so what we want to know is maybe he can give us a peek into the future, what it might yeah, look like for the UAE, exactly, exactly. what it's looked like in the past for Egypt and Israel. Before we get to that, Talking about this new pod format, we got a yeah. new review on iTunes. I oh, want to yeah. read it. It's come from it. the author, Bill Dodson, right out of Seattle. He's a great author. You got to read his books, by the way. He says, right. guys, he's in Seattle. He says, guys, thanks for, thanks for returning to the international coverage. American comedians who, or have tra- who, who do currently or have traveled or lived abroad and comedians from other countries, they're all great. This small city origin of American comedians was okay. But listen, guys, I've lived there. I've done that. I want to forget about it. I want to forget <laughs> about all the places. But the international coverage makes me smile. It inspires me. He continues on. Kaplan, that's what we're talking about. He also has a great podcast you can go listen to. I'll, I'll find the name of that later. But it's uh, I don't, the international, I don't well, know, something. Well, thank you, Bill, uh, author Bill. Uh, and that's how you do it, guys. You can feel free to insult us in some way. If you can't just give us a full compliment review, yeah. we'll take a little backhanded compliment. So I'll take some salt with my we'll sugar. Some, exactly. So say, as long as you give us five stars, you could you could say anything. You know, the, the disrupted manager podcast. I wanted to give him a shout out. I've been listening to it. That's his podcast. Go check okay. it out. Yeah. Uh, I want to give that a shout. But anyway, what point is give us more reviews, subscribe to us on, I, on uh, iTunes, on Spotify, wherever it is, review us on iTunes, give us five stars, tell your friends. If you're listening, this is a small podcast, but we're growing. We found our format. So share, if you like this episode, share it on your social media, tell your friends, subscribe to our YouTube page, share that, check it out. Okay. Yeah, and, and even if you're not going to, yeah, watch it on YouTube, subscribe. You never know. You might want to watch us one day. So. Just subscribe. Now, yeah. Kaplan, let's get to Muhammad. Let's get to the show. To what it. do you know before I bring him in? Should I start with what I know about the Middle East? And, but I mean, you field? know so much. There's going to be the whole episode, I'm sure, if you just start talking about what you know. But yeah, let's go for it. What do you got? What do you know? <laughs> Peace in the Middle East. Here's what I know. I know that it was a thing that people like cool guys used to say in high school. Yes. They used like to say, hey, man. Or something. Hey, man, because for a while people say, hey, peace, you know, hey, peace. When you're leaving a conversation, peace. And then people want up to it and they would say, hey, man, peace in the Middle East. Yes. And then, and then you go home for the day. You know, you're, <laughs> you're done with basketball practice. Hey, guys, peace in the Middle East. And then you're out. You know, yeah. I knew that. Um, I knew that. That was peace in the Middle East was not as easy as just saying it. Right. Because I, let's go back. I, Hitler, you know, killed the Jews. Uh, <laughs> that's great great turn there let's go back Hitler flashback yes he did kill the jews Hitler did. The jews. and so then everybody else says hey guys this ain't fair let's let's create israel and so they right oh israel, okay yes <laughs> and then the jews went to israel and then the people in the, the arab world they said whoa 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 that was our place right and so then boom now we're not gonna we don't like israel israel says hey guess what we don't like you and now <laughs> 
now we have 50, uh, 70, 100 years, whatever it might be. Not 100 years yet. 80 1948 years. was when Israel was formed for the, those. Dude, I can't do the math, though, on how many years that is. 48 until today <laughs> yeah. of tension is what we're talking about. Tension's happening, right? So now, just recently, the United Arab Emirates, uh, today is the official first day. The United Arab Emirates and Israel have decided they have, is it a peace deal or is it they recognize each other exists? The What's Abraham Accords. I saw Jared Kushner, who's always the, you get, we off to a great start. The spokesman you want when you're selling a new product. You want Jared Kushner out there in the face of it. So he's out there taking credit. The, the, the son-in-law of Donald J. Trump. Yeah, he flew on the first plane that flew from Israel to the UAE ever. The first commercial flight was allowed. That was today. He flew on it, made a speech when he landed. Now, one uh, more thing before we bring in Muhammad. Yeah. The last piece to this puzzle is that it turns out, I don't know if anyone knew this, Israel has had peace uh, with Egypt uh, since 1979. Yeah. Did you know that? Kevin? Yeah, so I know what I'll say. I know a lot more about Israel's founding, but we will, we'll, we'll stick with the Nazis killed Jews and that, we'll go with that for now. And uh, yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> In 19, yeah, it was like, it was a Jimmy Carter thing. You know, Jimmy Carter, everyone used to, when we were younger, he was everyone's the worst president we ever had. But Jimmy Carter <laughs> was the president when they made a peace deal. Uh, the Egyptian um, president was assassinated a couple years after this. That's how popular I know the peace deal was with some. <laughs> But uh, so, yeah, we I'll, I'm going to probably slip into saying we a few times as a Jew when I talk about Israel. But Israel had peace with it's like how Egypt. I say we when I talk about the Sacramento Kings. Or something. Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. your team. Exactly. It's, it's a sports thing. I'm not. Yeah, I'm an American, but I kind of root for it. You know, so uh, and then Israel has peace with uh, Jordan more recently when we were in high school in the 90s. And I don't know which peace like I don't know. Like, I know Israelis can travel to Egypt, I guess. I don't know the details of like what this really means other than. Israel gave back the Sinai to Egypt. Egypt serves as kind of like a, a neutral party in some negotiations. I know that, but I don't really know. Like, I assume, you know, I do know like that that Egyptians probably don't love Israelis. All right, let's bring Muhammad so in. I, I think, think we need to have yeah, enough talk. Yeah. <laughs> so let's. Uh, and I and UAE. I don't know. Do you know? Do the last thing is. Do you know anything about the UAE? Oh, the United. What do I know about the United yeah. Arab Emirates? Yes, I do know very quickly. I know that they have. I think they have the World Cup coming up. Uh, soon because it's a big punchline that no, do they not have the world cup? <laughs> Muhammad shaking his head, the he tumbo says, no. finger. <laughs> I thought that they yeah, had this. I thought so too. Like they had all these like Filipino workers dying there. Wasn't that the UAE or was that? Yeah. I always mix them up though. I mix up Dubai and Doha. That's my whole thing. I'm always mixing them up. I think Doha maybe is the one. Right. Uh, because well, I, I don't know anything if yeah. I didn't know that. All right, let's I'll bring Muhammad in. Okay. He's laughing. Bring right. him in. Uh, Muhammad, Muhammad what, what did we get right? Unmute yourself, sir. <laughs> hey guys <laughs> welcome to the show well, hey, hey yeah welcome have welcome you ever your... had an intro like that on a podcast no this is awesome welcome also to... this is yara your dog for those who are watching on youtube oh yeah oh yeah i forgot this is a podcast <laughs> i thought it was just what, is, what does yara think about the middle east peace <laughs> deal yara never barks and she just barked when uh, michael said that the world cup is going to be in dubai she was like what the fuck Ah, okay, okay. Well, that so, was Turner who said that, but yes, I'll. Uh, I probably agreed with him. Oh, uh, it's not it going to be in Dubai. It's going to be in. It's going to be in Doha. Yeah, it's going to be in Doha. Is that, yeah. Which I just should say. Last thing I'll say is that my Tribeca Film Festival. I used to work. They used to do one in Doha every year, like a film festival. Oh, yeah. And I always think I thought. I think I thought that was the UAE too. All these years. I so mean, yeah. We're, we're we're pretty ignorant over here. I mean, so how did we do? Kind of look similar. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got some basic information right, like the the year where the Egypt treaty happened was right. So good job there. 
for two white guys. <laughs> uh, uh, Michael, knowing about the president, the Egyptian president getting assassinated, cookie for you. Uh, cookie, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's that guy. Yeah, I think everything else you guys did not get right. So, yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? Um, did you know that Egypt had a peace deal with Israel? Yeah, I did. I did because the president said that got assassinated pretty much for it. So that was something yeah. that we, we kind of learned. Sadat, yeah. Which I know sounds very close to Saddam, but this Sadat is actually a last name. Saddam is a first name. <laughs> but, you know, they're both dead. That's and something we have they, in common. They are both dead, yes. <laughs> and they both believed in peace? Wait, no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> How did they, Muhammad, how did they teach that to you as a kid? So they teach, they taught you that he made a peace deal with Israel. He got killed. Was this seen as a good thing that he got killed or a bad thing? That he no, got obviously a, a bad thing. Like every, every president, uh, every president that existed in Egypt, except for Morsi from the Muslim Brotherhood is considered a hero for whatever reason. Like everything they did okay. was great. Yeah. Right. So even Mubarak, who stayed there for 30 years, basically oh, fucked Mubarak, up the country. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but you can leave it later. You can swear. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, all of these guys are just considered good. And then the Muslim Brotherhood guy is like, yeah, no, not that guy. And so Muhammad, what do you think with this peace deal? Now, or is it even called a peace deal? What are we calling it? I think, I think it's called um, a treaty. A treaty. Yeah, I'm, tr I'm trying to translate from Arabic. So I think it's called a treaty. It's not really officially called a peace deal. It's called okay. like, like kind of like rekindling your relationship or something like that. Like a, like a normalization. Normalization. That's, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Where, they, where they let, they let the play, uh, players, they let the uh, citizens from each country travel. Yeah. Because you used to not be allowed if you have an Israeli yeah, so actually, one fun fact, the, 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 the plane that flew today, the Israeli uh, Airlines plane that flew today, flew through the Saudi airspace, which would, that was never allowed before today. Right. So Saudi yeah, is for actually, an for an Israeli plane to fl fly through the Saudi airspace, especially because there is Mecca there, which is like the holiest place for Muslims. So... Um, that's also like, that's an indicator of like Saudi is also like totally on board with the deal. And they're going to, they're going to get to that eventually, which would obviously be a big deal because Saudi is, is Saudi Arabia. It's Mecca, literally the Mecca for Muslims. When you say they're going to get to it, you mean that you think that Saudi Arabia will also normalize? Oh, 1000%. It's going to happen for sure. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. That there's like a diff there are countries that are sort of in the Saudi orbit would be like, which ones would those be? UAE, Saudi, UAE, Saudi, uh, probably Kuwait and uh, Kuwait. Bahrain, I would say. Yeah, not Qatar. I, not Qatar. No. Not no. Oh, so, so no tribe, no film festivals for me. Though. No, <laughs> maybe the World yes. Cup. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So you think that all of these, so I guess the first question is, does this feel like a one-off thing or it feels like this is dominoes are falling it's, it's, in a bunch of countries? Yeah, that's right. That's the second one. It's dominoes falling in a bunch of countries that are going to follow after that. Um, I mean, the whole yeah. thing is, is kind of set in stone years ago, by the way, like this is just like the Saudis and the Israelis have been talking for years, but like kind of like not officially. Quiet. Yeah, quietly. Yeah, exactly. Like a, they've been having like an affair where they can't do things in public. Yeah, or, yeah. And then like, they don't get, yeah. 
Yeah, and then I I like to think about it that the UAE is the one that like set the Facebook relationship status to work together, <laughs> but Saudi is still in like relationship. yeah yeah in a relationship, and then Saudi is still like it's complicated. So when you say it's been happening for a long time, roughly how long has this been? You think in the works? Um, maybe ten years. I think around Arab Spring time actually, because the Arab Spring was if it succeeded everywhere for the countries around Israel, that would have been they would have put it in a pretty bad position because that's the thing the, the Arab Spring reflected what the people want, not what the government want. And what the people want is the liberation of Palestine. And at this point of the conversation, I have to say that I'm saying what I think people want, not my right. personal opinions, because eventually I don't want to lose my career. Right. So right. those are how not my personal opinions. Right, right. No, you're our analyst. Let's get that disclaimer out of the way. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask, uh, Mohammed. How would that? How would that hurt your career to say? I mean, I know by the end of the recording is uh, I'm gonna piss off everybody. (laughs) 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 So it doesn't even matter anymore. But that was also kind of uh, kind of a joke about how Jews run the entertainment business. So there's that. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. There you go. But, I wasn't uh, sure. That's what I assumed you were saying, but yeah. I wasn't sure if this. I know so little about this whole topic right. that I you have to you have to spell stuff out for me. I don't know if what I'm missing and what I'm yeah. not. Well, missing. no, he makes a point. I think it's that it, Israel and we, you know, Israel like is a democracy and likes to brag about it. But there is one flaw in that, like, you don't really want the neighbors to become democracies right now. Maybe right. down in the future, but because right now they would, yeah, they would be against. They would it would be the the, the dictators in charge of these some of these countries. Are much more likely to make peace with Israel. Absolutely, because the for, dictators for are. Yeah, yeah, the dictators are trying to protect their own, their own seats, and they're trying to not leave the dictatorship because they're making fuck you money, and they're stealing their own people's money. So it's in their um, interest to stay in their positions, and to do that, they have to maintain peace with Israel. Because otherwise, the U.S. is gonna come in as like, ah, oh, all right, you're kind of going out of line, so get the fuck out. And that's what happened in, 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 it, in the case of that. Wait, are you trying to tell me? Yeah. Are you trying to tell me that the United States supports dictators? <laughs> uh, yeah, shocker. I know. <laughs> I haven't heard that one so before. So what? Well, it, and the, the UAE, though, is in a difference because like with um, a lot of these dictatorships we're talking about or leader, they sort of ha- one of the reasons that I've always like there was a lot of wars with Israel over the years from the time of 1948 yeah. until 72, 73. And, but a lot of it to me always seems like, well, the dictators at the time were probably like, it's a good distraction too. Yeah. Like, let's have a war. So it's sort of like ironic now that it's turned where it's in the dictator's favor to now. Absolutely. Peace. You're 100% right. It used right. to be in their favor to, to make the people kind of hate it. This is our enemy. Don't get mad at us. Yeah. Hate Israel. All this education. And there's obviously the, so, the, yeah. the, 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 I don't know what's the right word for it, the sects aspect of it, because from the UAE and the Saudi point of view, they're trying to push the Iranian influence back. Yeah. So there is also Okay, that. let's get to that. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't want to skip too far ahead, but um, when did that do, the, the thing you guys are talking about now, this idea that it used to be fashionable, it used to be good, beneficial to blame mm. Israel and that somewhere along the line, it became beneficial to partner with Israel. Mm. How did that shift happen? It, it, were you guys the first ones to shift that way when that, when the, when the Egypt? 1979? Yeah, yes. kind of. 
in, in 79, yeah. they make a, Egypt makes a peace deal with Israel. Yeah. And this is where, this is a, a lot of why I, uh, we wanted to talk to you about this specific thing, because you've, you lived in a country growing up yeah. that technically had a peace deal with Israel. Yeah. But did it seem that way in the country? No, because in, until I was in, high, so I'm 31 now, until I was in high school, which is about 10 years ago, no, not 10 years, 12 years ago, whatever. Until then, we would protest every time there is a Gaza war. As kids, we would go out on the street and that was totally okay. The police would not harass us. It was kind of like accepted in a way that we would protest like the massacres that are happening to the Palestinians there and all of that. And then suddenly that's frowned upon in the last 10 years. So something has shifted. Something changed when like the, the government made it, like, made it clear for the people that these this are just our friends now. And the Palestinians are the problem. Okay. And did, did, did Israelis did that, travel? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Did say, that did you, change? Um, I want to keep going on this yeah. for a second. Mm. Did that mindset, you said the government kind of pushed it. Yeah. Did that work? Did the people's mindset also change? It kind of worked, which is very upsetting. Not because I am, okay. I'm on one team or another. It's the fact that people are so easily brainwashed is the bigger problem here. It's like, oh, no, 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 the thing that you guys always believed in, it's no, it's the opposite. And the people were like, okay. So I, but I have to say for the average person, it didn't really work, but there's a lot of people who are very educated, very smart, who suddenly go, oh, no, 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 Palestine, they're a bunch of terrorists, fuck them. And you're like, what about the thing yeah. that you believed in for the last 50 years? I'm like, yeah, no. So that's what I mean by saying, yeah. yeah and, did, and did that change with just with certain groups within yeah, the country? Yeah, it kind of Meaning changed like old people groups. as yes. opposed to young people or rich people, poor people? Uh, it changed within the groups of like upper middle class, I would say, and the older they people. They flipped. Yeah, they flipped. And maybe is that because it, was it seen as a, um, economically beneficial to them? Uh, like they could yes, be because the, it's, it's in their interest to keep the ties with our government, like to keep, keep the, mm. yeah. So whatever the government okay. narrative is, they will follow. Because if they fall out of the government's favor, then they're fucked. I see. Yeah. Okay. And then with that in mind, do you see any parallels with what that might happen in the future with the United Arab Emirates? Um, or does this not relate at all? It's not related at all. Egypt is the most populated Arab country. It's over 100 million people. United Arab Emirates is like whatever, fucking 3 million people and half of them are immigrants. Not like migrant workers, not even immigrants. Like, for example, my brother lives there. He has lived there for the last 10 years. He can't get a permanent residence. He can't get a, like, not just a permanent residence. He cannot ever be a citizen. So, and a lot of the citizens, not obviously all of them, but a big percentage of the citizens are very rich and kind of tied to the to royal family some way or another. So whatever, yes. whatever the politics is going to be in the country is going to affect a lot of the local population. And they're just going to follow it. They might, just go they, might think, they might think or feel differently, but it's not going to be an issue. And we should say, we wanted, we initially thought we might be able to get a comedian from the United Emirates to talk about this. Right. And it proves to be very difficult. Right. And if you're listening out there and want to do a follow-up with us, <laughs> call in sometime. Yeah. Call in, show. Yeah, because yeah, that's interesting. So there's only 3 million people because I don't know if we've talked about the opening, but like my image of the UAE is kind of like, there's these rich like super modern yeah. 
city, but like, I don't know what the rest of the country is even like as far as like, so. I mean, it, I, I go been, there every year. Yeah, your brother's there. Yeah, yeah I go yeah. there. Neither of us want to go back to Egypt. So we just pay for our parents to fly to Dubai and we all meet there. That's the last trip the I record, had before the lockdown in Hong Kong. For the record, I just, it's 10 million people. But oh, the point right. stands. It's a small country. Yeah. And you, as you say, it's 10 million people, but a lot of those aren't even, fr- they're like ex- almost expats. Dude, look, like, actually, one of us should term. Google what is the, like, how many of them are actual Emirati natives. I will. So it's probably, it's probably less than half. Okay, so, so, so there's I, a lot of finance things and people who just are there from like oil. And yeah, yeah. So it's oil money. And now, obviously, they're kind of switching towards like tech and tourism and things like that. But like Emirates was not a country until like what, the 1970s? Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking about is that, you know, the, all these other Arab, the, the, big, the big Arab countries, mm-hmm. that, you know, have had all these wars with Israel. And there's, so there's more, you know, like scars in the brain like uae was like a country that formed what 19s when did they even come country and they've never had any direct conflicts yeah basically yeah basically swaying the hearts and minds of someone living in the uae is probably not that difficult because there's not much is this what i'm putting words in your mouth but because there's not much ties to it there's not many roots right and so Really, it's a place. Is it a place you go to make money? And as long as whatever decisions happen that help you make more money, you're cool with it. Yeah, as a foreigner, that's that's the game you play. For the locals, I can't really speak for them. I don't really know how they feel, and I don't know many yeah. of them. But I would safely assume that they're just going along with the government narrative because it's easier. Yeah, but they're also they're, it's also interesting because they're part of the Gulf, like that the Gulf obviously like area which is traditionally more religious than the rest of the middle east which also make, makes them if they are more religious they might be feel a little um emotional about the palestinian cause but again if you go against the government narrative you might get in too much trouble so they're like all right and it, yeah and do they i think we we mentioned iran earlier but just like do people there feel like a sense of like iran is is an enemy that they need to be worried about. Yeah, that's that's yeah, another very interesting. That's that's a great question because I think people have always felt weird about Iran, even though it's another Arabic country, uh, not Arab, another Muslim country. Yeah. But the whole Shiite Sunnah thing has been has been a problem for forever. So again, yeah. it depends. It depends. I will explain, but as much as I know, and then I will make up some stuff because that's mostly that's what I do. We encourage here. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, I'm going to make up. I'd rather you make up stuff than me. So, yeah. Mohammed, you realize the whole point of this podcast is to arm our (laughs) listeners with a surface level amount of information. We want them blowharding away. Yeah. So, the next time they're at a party or a business meeting, they can say, Oh, I know about that. Yeah. Emirates has 3 million people. (laughs) They're doing a a company trip. They're going to go to, uh, yeah, to Dubai. I and they say, oh, that could, yeah, place three million people. Exactly. And we <laughs> encourage our listeners, by the way, we encourage our listeners to say Muhammad Magdi, say that, don't say I heard him on a podcast. Say yeah. my friend is yeah. this comedian and he's yeah. from there and he told me this. He or if you have to say it, yeah, you start this sentence by saying, I was listening to a podcast and that's like a real brag <laughs> in the United States. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a real <laughs> is it? Oh, my God, you guys, that's depressing. <laughs> It used to be I was reading the newspaper, but no one even pretends to do do that anymore. So now, 
because <laughs> I was listening to the podcast. So keep going. Anyway, continue. But well, well, the question is related Shiite to Iran. Sunni. Shiite Sunni. Uh, is Iran powerful? Is, is this a play almost like you have to now pick in the airport Iran or yes. uh, Israel, U.S.? Yes. Yeah, so there is, yeah, the Saudi way. Yeah, there is basically two teams, pretty much. So there is on the bigger scale of things, and again, a lot of this information is made up. So there is nah, keep it going. So I was saying there is two teams, pretty much. So there is Iran, which, by the way, is called Iran, not Iran. <laughs> Let's Iran, move on. Iran chic. <laughs> I remember, I remember that from George Bush when he goes like Iran. I'm like, you ran where? That's not the country. <laughs> <laughs> So there's Iran, Qatar, um, Russia. Obviously, if the U.S. is on one side, the Russia is going to be on the other side. So there's Russia, Iran, Qatar for whatever reason. Turkey, that's all one team. And sometimes China depends on their mood, I guess. And then on the other side, there's the U.S., Israel, and pretty much the rest of the Arab countries. So that's what's happening now. Yeah. So it's the U.S., Israel. When you say the rest of the Arab countries, here's, I guess, where I... Um, since 1979, has that meant Egypt or, oh, not, yeah. or is that more? It has meant, yeah, it has oh, meant it has. Egypt. Yeah. But again, okay. it depends if you're talking about Egypt from, uh, from an official standpoint or from a popular standpoint. Understand from the government's perspective. Yes. 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 It's meant Egypt. Yeah. Iran. Uh, so it's meant Israel, Egypt, and then somewhere along the way, Jordan. Jordan. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Jordan for sure. Jordan joined in. Oh, yeah. I forgot then, to mention um, Hezbollah and Hamas, obviously, in Palestine in, on the first team. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Goes without saying. Yeah, it goes without saying. <laughs> exactly. The classics. And then now... <laughs> and then, don't yeah. try to tell us anything about Lebanon. Last week, we're, per- we're experts now, so... Oh. Guess, and, and then now we have the UAE joining um, yeah. this coalition of the willing, as right. we will call them. Yeah. Right. And Syria is on the uh, Iran team, in case you're... The, uh, Iran team, I think case, right? I think Syria is on its own team. It's just fucked. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so, but Egypt, uh, we were reading. They have a, a relationship with the UAE. Like yeah, yeah. There's, there's yeah, there's a normal relationship. Actually, if, if in fact the UAE government and the Saudi government are huge supporters of the current Egyptian regime because they didn't want the Muslim Brotherhood to be in charge of the country, of the most populated, most popular country in the Middle East, because the Muslim Brotherhood have some weird ties with Iran and Hezbollah and Hamas and all of that, even though the Muslim Brotherhood are traditionally Sunni and like hate Shiite. But for some reason, yeah, it's fucking complicated. So complicated. Yeah. <laughs> so is this, is there any, by the way, can you imagine if we were run by a, a group called the Christian Brotherhood? <laughs> if that was like I mean, our president. I mean, that, or like the Mormon brother. This, yeah. He was elected by the Mormon brother. Christian it's Brotherhood like, sounds Democrat. like a musical. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> the, Mormon, the, yeah. the Democrats, the Republicans, and the Christian Brotherhood are our three <laughs> political parties. Um, it's wild. So, so is, could, this ever, could this, now that UAE, this looks like, you know, you guys had a good setup over there in Egypt. You had Egypt, yeah. and then you had United States and Israel. Yeah. So it was just the three. It was a cozy group. Yeah. Maybe Jordan a little bit. Now that the UAE's jumped in, could this in any way be bad for Egypt, that they're not the only ones? No, you know, not really. Not Egypt, the- Egypt's position has weakened too much over the last 30 years. So they used to be kind of like the opinion leaders. And now it's happening is that the Gulf countries, Saudi Arabia and, and UAE, are taking that role from Egypt. So Egypt really has no say it's anymore. It's already happened. Yeah, yeah. We don't have any, any say in what goes on. 
we're just basically like a like like a, like a dog or just kind of like puppies just following oh. around oh, no. <laughs> yeah but you still actually I mean, we should say that yeah her name is yara, yara means egypt in arabic i should oh. say for the people listening on it audio doesn't. i laughed because <laughs> muhammad ha- held up his dog when he said dog <laughs> i wasn't laughing at their plight <laughs> i told you well, i promised you to piss off everybody by the end of the podcast <laughs> This is good. I mean, as, uh, yeah, as part of the deal, the the U.S. broker with Egypt, though, the U.S. gives Egypt money, right? Oh yeah, year, we get. Like aid, I, I think like we get the second the, most we, the second highest uh, aid money from the U.S. after Israel in the world. Right. That's that's part Whoa, of the deal. Really? Yep. That was part of yeah, the deal. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, it's as long as you're still exactly. getting the money, I guess though. That's that's the so whole people, thing. Though, we don't get any of yeah. it too. It's not like we, like me personally, but like the people don't get any right. of it. It just goes. That's what I was going to ask. The, oh yeah, it goes straight the to military the military or the, the, the yeah, the, the, yeah, which is also a secret budget. It's not allowed. It's not a public record. And every like ten years, we have the same bullshit where someone in the parliament, which is all pro government, someone would just feel brave one day. It was like, hey, can we discuss the military budget? And then he would just disappear. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, <laughs> And he's like, I want to commit suicide. <laughs> so I'm going to say- but it's always funny because everyone's just like, dude, how have you, haven't you learned from the last 50 guys who tried to do that? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a real, he's like, well, what? It can't happen to me. Yeah. It's like a plane's not going to crash again. <laughs> he's just so, he's some guy. Top like optimist. Yeah. He's got five kids. He hates his wife. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I got to get out of this somehow. Yeah, Might yeah. as well go down with dignity. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> So that's, but yeah, I mean, I don't think the U.S. is giving, it's a different kind of deal. Like we're not giving the UAE tons of money as part of this or are we? I don't, um, I'm not sure. I don't do think so. Not officially. Not that I know of anyway, because what we get is military aid. It's not even just like money. It's money that's supposed to go right. to the army to make sure that Egypt is protecting Israel. Right. Yeah. They're not from, right. From their, and also because Israel's getting money. So it's like a balance. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's like the U S is basically like your dad and Egypt and Israel are like the brothers who kind of hate each other. So the U S is just keeping them quiet. It's like, Hey, he's giving them equal money. So you don't don't complain. Give you 2 billion. (laughs) That's right. That's we could just pay every country in the Middle East and maybe to just a peace plan. I think you can afford it if you stop spending money on fucking conventions that don't make any sense. <laughs> hey, did you see the fireworks they had yeah, at the Biden yeah. one? Those great. Those aren't cheap. Dude, how funny was that lady in the beginning? I which mean, convention which, are we talking there, was about? A, which there was a lady who just like gave a speech, but there was like nobody, and I don't even remember what she said. What she said because there was no audience, right? Or was there an audience? Yeah, it's, no, which, there's no audience. It's virtual, right? A lot of yeah. Do you mean Biden's or Trump's? No, Trump's. Oh, you're talking about Kimberly Gilmore. Oh, that's her. That's her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Don yeah. Trump, Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend. Oh, is that? Is that she's her? Our future, she's our future first lady, let's be honest. Oh, my God. <laughs> show some respect. I, I will show some respect because eventually um, I will want to join you guys. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play nice. There oh, you go. Yeah, she was also previously married to the governor of California, who's a Democrat, on the other Is side. Is that Arnold Schwarzenegger? So, uh, <laughs> no, but, be... uh, Gavin Newsom. He's the current, yeah, the current governor. Oh, okay. But she's amazing. probably – there's a chance she slept with Schwarzenegger. <laughs> anyway. I mean, any any politicians in play for her? <laughs> uh, Muhammad, what's the like hierarchy of 
uh, Arab world countries, should say, meaning like who's the most powerful, who's the least powerful, who do you look up to, who do you look down on? You know, every region has this. I'm very curious. Popularity wise? Power wise, you know, if you're okay. in Asia, you're like, okay, Japan and China are the big guns. Right, yeah. Below that, you got Vietnam, Cambodia is so- way down there. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then, type of and then Myanmar, no one gives a fuck about them. Yeah, I get it. Sure. Yeah. So in, in the Middle East, uh, Egypt is the biggest one because we have, we're kind of like the Hollywood of the Middle East. So everyone in the Middle Isn't East. Isn't that convenient? Yeah, I know. He's from <laughs> Egypt and he says, it. okay, so it is you guys. Everyone in the Middle East grows up watching our movies. And so actually, so obviously there are different dialects, right? And everyone understands the Egyptian dialect because they all grow up watching our, our pop culture. Our movies, our songs, everything, all of that. Egyptian Hollywood. Egyptian Hollywood, basically. Yeah. So, but then what's funny is I have actually a a chunk in my act about that. It's like everyone kind of hates the Middle East around the world, but no one hates the Middle East more than the Middle East. We all hate each other. It's hilarious. (laughs) Dude, if you speak Egyptian, he's going to shit on Libyans and he's going to say racist things about Sudanese people. And then... You go, and then he's gonna also shit on all the Gulf because of like, oh, rich fucks who have oil. And you go to the Gulf and they look at us as like cheap hookers who go work for them. And then, <laughs> and then all of us hate on the Lebanese and the Jordanians because they sold the Arab cars or whatever. And they also think they're better than us because they have lighter skin and they speak French. And everyone in this whole region shits on the West, which is Morocco and Algeria and, and Tunisia because they're all like think they're better than us because they're all actually actual uh, French speaking countries. It's hilarious. Still, they know who likes the French. Do they, yeah, do they know that what French year? doesn't matter? Yeah, what year do they think this is? Do they still even teach French in school? Yeah, dude, I went I to Tunisia. They gave that up. I went to Tunisia like ten years ago, and their Arabic dialect is so strong. I speak French, so it's Arabic dialect is so strong that I switched to French on like my first day. I'm like, this is bullshit, because everyone in the country speaks French. Yeah, that part of it. Algeria, French, yeah. yeah. So, Francophone. So, what about? And who dislikes Israel the most of all these countries? Dislikes? Is there an order there? Uh, I'm I'm, going to go on a wild guess and say the Palestinians. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) I was counting of all the big countries you were giving me. (laughs) Um, Kaplan's like, of all the real countries. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. well, it does. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, do you think uh, to to get to, to switch that around, I guess, do you think like, is there any, like, is the mood over time, like, gotten better or worse? And like, like, is, like, to get towards peace, like, do you think, like, a real peace, not a cold peace? Yeah. Because Israel and Egypt have peace, but yeah. you're saying it's not like people like each other. They're just forced to like each other. Yeah, like. kind of. So is it improving to younger generations I think, who don't care as much? I think so. I mean, it like depends her. also. There are younger generations like myself who are very, very open-minded and open for a dialogue like this. And like, all right, let's discover the possibilities and whatever. But I also know young, smart people who are not open to, to a discussion like this. And when you listen to them, you're like, well, that kind of also makes sense because they might have a relative in Palestine when they fucking died with a roof over their head, like blown over their head. And you're like, how can you blame them? You know? Yeah. Right. And then you yeah. obviously like to balance it's it out. And there is obviously, yeah, to, on, the, on the Israeli side, it's exactly the same. I can talk to you and you're like, well, my family died with a Hamas rocket. And it's just a whole fucking cycle right. of bullshit. Yeah. I mean, there was that. Did you see that? There was that kid this week. There's that rap song from that like 11 year old kid in, in the Gaza Strip. <laughs> no. And then he had to apologize. It was like went viral. He did some thing and then he had to 
he basically just said he'd like to have peace and then everyone got mad at him so he had to apologize his parents, his parents were like he doesn't mean that like his parents had issued an apology because people were threatening an 11 year old because he said he'd love to see peace with israel but he's just an 11 year old i can't yeah so uh you know one day he like, he's apologize. just 11 he just means peace in general is what they said by the way so, I, I got news for you he's gonna be the next one assassinated after that Egyptian <laughs> president really wait till he's like a little older yeah yeah so i mean that's the whole thing yeah, so also like there, there are few figures there is a guy who is, i think is quite famous online on social media his name is nas daily i don't know if you guys heard of that guy so he's like an Arab, yeah. he's an Arab Israeli guy, like he's Israeli, but originally Palestinian, whatever. He travels around the world, he makes videos, but he has this like cute message of like, oh, look, we're all cool and we, we live in peace. But it's extremely politicized because he also has lived in Israel all of his life, even though he's ethnically Palestinian. And you're like, well, you have no idea. I've never lived in Palestine in your life. You probably have never been there. And just because you're like this- Arab, it doesn't mean that you represent them. He's an asset. Yeah. Right. Well, there's isn't there a, a female singer who actually converted? I, I remember reading there's like an Israeli Arab you want to, the citizen who's mm-hmm. Palestinian, obviously, but yeah, who's like a music star and then she like converted to Judaism. I was reading about this one. Are you even allowed like, to convert? A genius. I don't, it, yeah, you're allowed. I mean, anybody, but it's a great, it's almost like a great uh, commercial movie. Right. So you can't take anybody <laughs> yeah, yeah. in these situations seriously on either side because <laughs> you're playing to a side yeah. whenever you do these yeah, things. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Good for you. Know, yeah, how to know, alienate the entire Middle East me, and get into Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, well, you're telling me Egypt, Hollywood is huge. I've never sold a screenplay in America. Maybe exactly. I'll convert, come to Egyptian <laughs> Hollywood. I got some screenplays. I just, if you could punch up the translate a little, punch up some of my Jewish references, might not make sense. Right. Might not translate. Well, yeah. <laughs> Kareem Abdul Kaplan. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's also my move when, whenever my career inevitably tanks. I'm just going to convert as well. <laughs> become a Jew. Yeah, become a Jew. Why not? Hey, I, we do run Hollywood. We, we don't anymore, though, by the way. We used to. but not Who so runs it right now? Finishing, so. I, am I allowed to say? The Scientologists? I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> I, Muhammad, they, I went to... Uh, the Jews don't run... Ho- the, the Jews do not run Hollywood, but if you say they do, they'll kill you and kick you out of Hollywood. <laughs> That's the irony. That's the irony of then... If you get fired or canceled for saying it, then it's like, well, we run it because we did that. But you just can't say anything bad to anybody. So else. here's so, how little I know about this whole thing. I went to a Passover in Beijing like seven or eight years ago. And I didn't know until oh, yeah. I got to the Passover that it's celebrating Jews leaving Egypt. Yeah, and I was going to say, was, you're, kind of the, you're kind of the enemy there. It was extremely uncomfortable because I also was allowed to bring a couple of friends and I happened to bring three German guys. So it was me, me, me and three you Germans. You some Germans to a Passover? <laughs> I brought Germans to Passover. And then you know how like they pass around the book and you drink like a sip of whatever. And you like, you read, and I'm reading the... the you take wine, yeah. Yeah, I think so. They give me halal wine, I guess. So it symbolizes the blood of Egyptians. <laughs> Yeah, they do that thing where we we dip our hands in the wine. Did you do that thing? Yeah, we did for the plagues. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we killed all your firstborn kids. Sorry about that. He's <laughs> our God. You know, he's that's how he works. We got, we got it. We sent you a lot of frogs. You still have tons of frogs there. Yeah. Sure. What the hell was we... going on with the frogs? Tell me. <laughs> we got locusts. Is that darkness? We, are uh, they like what sticky? It, like what, what? What? Like how do you how do you rain frogs right. and what do they do? I don't know. It was that movie, Magnolia. They tried it again there, but yeah, the locust. The, we the, we sent, to, and then we had to escalate things. You didn't listen. Yeah. Your pharaoh didn't yeah. listen, so we had to just <laughs> kill all the first. 
I had to kill all the firstborn kids. You didn't listen. I love his look looking yeah. at me like I wasn't there. Yeah, he didn't. I mean, you know, Kaplan's like Moses, hey, you- Moses told you, let my people go. That's okay. <laughs> Kaplan, these are the same arguments of like a uh, spousal abuser. Yeah. Also, as like, is that what you did? Yeah. As per the Quran, I think did? Moses spoke Arabic. I'm not sure if that's true. He he probably well he spoke or Aramaic was the big language back then. I think. Is that the one or I don't know? Maybe. Kaplan, but, uh, I mean, uh, Muhammad, what was the, cause you did the um, uh, Comedy Central Ara- Arabia? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it was in Dubai. And and you, it was a TV show, like a stand-up show in Dubai? Yeah, so basically what happened is that Comedy Central commissioned a network in Dubai called OSN, which is one of the biggest networks, like private networks in the region to, to basically have Comedy Central Arabia. Mm-hmm. Same like here in Asia, Comedy Central Asia, right? where Andy did his, uh, his uh, special. So they, yeah. and then that company commissioned the main um, uh, uh, promoter, which actually is the guy I was, I was putting you in touch with to, to produce uh, the, the stand-up show. And then they flew a bunch of Middle Eastern comedians from, I was the only one who was from the Middle East, but not living in the Middle East. So it's a bunch yeah. of local comedians and then from all over the region, like, you know, Saudi and Egypt and Lebanon, whatever. And they shot, I think three seasons. Um, three seasons yeah so it's basically it's like a stand-up a, show yeah it's a stand-up show yeah uh which uh, and, i yeah. i've seen myself also i've never haven't seen it because i live here and i don't have access to osn and they never sent me my video so i was flying from dubai to here to hong kong early this year and i saw myself on the screen on flight on on emirates airlines Apparently, wow. and yeah. they had, so they had sold you the content to to you to to, uh, to uh, Emirates Airlines, and I never got any fucking money for that. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. come on, yeah. yeah, they're not gonna pay. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> so what was the other? I'm su- I'm curious. First of all, were there restrictions on what you could talk about when you actually? Were- I was to to their credit, I was pleasantly surprised because I. I haven't lived in the Middle East for a long time. So I had to ask the producer, one of the producers, I'm like, hey, I'm just going to send you kind of like hint of what I talk about because my act is all political and dirty. Uh, and I sent her a bunch of stuff and she's like, yep, that's fine. I'm like, really? She was, yeah. And it all passed. Well, what like political I, was it? Like Asia, China political, America political? It was, or Middle it, East political? It's Middle East political. They wouldn't give a fuck if I wow. talk about China or the US. They yeah, would probably exactly. encourage That's it. That's what I thought. Yeah, no, it was Middle yeah. East political. So I thought, you know, I have a bit in my act when I talk about, uh, you know, China, Chinese football team losing to Syria uh, in, in the World Cup qualifications. And like how, that's how bad the Chinese the football team was that they lost to Syria when half of them died on a raft on the way. Oh, <laughs> so, and they let it go. Yeah, yeah, they let it go. Well, my- well, my sense is, if I don't know if we said this earlier, but like the, the Dubai is kind of like a Vegasy kind of scene, right? Kind so of, yeah. But there's also the there's also lines there, so that's the thing. Because uh, I didn't say anything. I was thinking the crowds would be right. No. Yeah, there. yeah. Because I didn't oh, say anything right. about their red lines, then I'm okay. That's the thing. Right. As long as you didn't insult them, they're okay with laughing at the other yeah, people. That's yeah. what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Like they're like, what, what were their red lines? I mean, they or didn't did they, tell they me. Didn't tell no, you. they didn't tell me. But I know, I know there are. I see. What did the other comedians talk about? Like, what's the general material? Um, like, it's it's political, a of, social, no. personal. It's yeah, it's social okay. and it's social and personal. It's not political. It's as also Arabic. It about, Arabic like, is rich or with puns, which is really fucking annoying. Oh god! Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> so that there's a lot of horrible. puns. Yeah. 
I mean, the crowd loves it, but I was watching it. I'm like, oh, no. I mean, yeah, the crowd is, loves yeah. a lot of things. The crowd loves watermelon smashing, too, <laughs> but we're not all doing it, right? Hey, don't insult Drew Freilich. <laughs> <laughs> we should have... Drew's going to have some issues, I'm sure, with my me this episode. He, what? Uh, yeah, because, yeah. you know, when you go, like, in um, Singapore, Malaysia, for instance... Yeah. If you're in Singapore, all the jokes are about how stupid Malaysians right, are. Yeah. If you're in Malaysia, all the jokes are about how stupid Singaporeans are. If you're not from either one of those, you can't understand 90% yeah. of the material. Is it similar as in the Middle East? Are they talking about the other countries? It used to be. It used to be like that. It's kind of like almost like the parallel PC movement where like before, like 10 years ago, you can go on national television and make racist jokes about like Sudanese people. But now we <laughs> progressed. Now it's frowned upon. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Prog- Look at that. See. Now we can make fun of only refugees and Palestinians. Oh. What about like? <laughs> can you do transgender? Transgender. Oh yeah, jokes? yeah. That's the other thing. Actually, that's a great point. I I did last time I was in Egypt three years ago. I did a show there, and almost every show, every joke was a homophobic joke. And for me, <laughs> it was a theme night. Yeah, yeah, it was a theme night. And for me, yeah. because I've lived abroad for so long, I have progressed past that like a million years ago. But they're still there, and the crowd is loving it. And I, has, I go has, up has, there, and I don't uh, know what the fuck I yeah. talked about. I, maybe I mentioned like someone's transgender, and people just walked out. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> It does beg the question, though, have you been in places like the UAE, you're getting away with, I'm sure you can make Jew jokes, no, because there's no Jews in the audience. You can, yeah, you can. Israelis are, now, so now the Israelis are coming, people are going to have to clean up their act there a little bit. No, what will happen is that you will give the Arab audience rocks and you'll give the Israelis, let let them pass through with their guns, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just going to recreate the the situation there. Well, yeah. All right. Well, it's tips. It will. Well, do you think Israeli comics are going to ever be able to get over there? Um, are they going to? Uh, how long? I, I feel like there? eventually, yeah, it will open up because the UAE is the biggest market for stand-up in the Middle East anyway because of their money. Oh. But the Saudi Arabia is, uh, is opening up big time too. So I think it's going to catch up. I don't know about the Israeli comics just because is, is there any popular Israeli comic anyway? I don't even Kaplan know. Kaplan and I, before we recorded with you, we're trying to think of some and we couldn't name a single one. <laughs> my thing is Israelis, yeah, because Jews in America, people listening know we have a lot of comedians here. Right. Because we're very self-deprecating people. Yeah. The Israelis are a lot of machismo, a lot of false bravado. They, I can't see them being comedians very right. well, but there must be someone. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to. There has to be like an English, obviously, like yeah. I think it's, it's far-fetched to say that there would be an Israeli comedian performing in Hebrew in, uh, in the Middle East. Because there's no audience for he'd it. He'd have to right? perform it. He'd have to perform in Arabic I or think, English. No, uh, Emirates has English, a bit, has yeah. a big uh, market uh, for English stand up. Maybe in English. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, yeah in the US, right. like, uh, who is it? I mean, Sam Morel is is Jewish, isn't he? He's Jewish. Yeah. I mean, everybody's a lot of Jews. He, like ninety percent <laughs> of the comedians are we Jewish. We just outed yeah. Sam Morel. <laughs> Sam Morel's Jewish. Yeah. I mean. So, David Tell, David Tell's Jewish. Yeah, like yeah. literally everyone's Jewish. <laughs> I mean, I have friends in Israel who are getting like the Facebook native advertising. Just they already getting like ads for real estate in the UAE. <laughs> so oh I'm God. sure com- I'm sure comedians are like, oh, like maybe I can go there. So it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Elon Gold to go first, Kaplan. Elon Gold, he's American, but he's yeah, he's, he's pretty he's pretty Jewish. So yeah. <laughs> If you guys, can, if they can stomach Kim, then that's going to, peace is on its way. Who's the most Jewish he comes comedian back in the scene there? Him, I would say. Really? If he comes Modi, back alive. Modi? Modi? 
<laughs> I don't know if anyone knows that guy as yeah, much as Alon. Yeah, Alon's a bigger platform. If 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 Alon goes and he comes back alive, then everyone else, then Sam Morrill can go next. <laughs> next yeah. He sh- he sh- if well, Jared Kushner. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's who we sent. Like that's what I was like. I don't know if it's gonna work out. They sent Kushner, but whatever. Yeah. So, that's it, Muhammad. Oh. Thank you for doing the podcast. Yeah, man. man. It was a pleasure. Um, I'm I'm very happy to feed white people a oh. bunch of like misleading information oh. about where I come from. Oh wait, can can I ask you one question before we go about where you come from? Um, one last question. It's Egypt. About Egypt? No, I know where you come from. <laughs> I didn't understand that either. I was like, what? No, when you said where I come from. So yeah. I, do, you, do you remember an, an ambassador from Egypt named Mohammed Bassioni? Yes. Do you remember this guy? Yeah. So he was involved. I was tell, he was my dad's college roommate. This is the Egyptian in like, yeah. And he was always, he was like, he was always talking about how great uh, he thought Jews were in America. So he's like, oh, I wish we, so he ended up getting involved in a big scandal in the nineties. It was called like, it was like a, he, he harassed a belly dancer or something. So. <laughs> That's my only other Egyptian I knew before you. So I'm glad that we. Uh, I'm very glad he represented our people very well. Yeah, he was, you know, he had a distinguished career. He said he was not guilty. My dad says he's a great guy. So, yeah. But shout out. I just want to give a, I want to remember him to go away today. So All right. R.I.P. 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 Masani passed away a few years back. Passed away by the, on the hands of the Mossad, probably. Oh, no, no, no. We don't spread rumors. Oh, uh, yeah. Possible. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad, anyway. how, can, how can people find you? Um, uh, I live on the 16 Observatory Road, fifth floor, Hong Kong, Kowloon. <laughs> That's how they can find me. That's- <laughs> send, all your, send all the fan mail and hate mail there. Yeah, yeah. Send it there. Uh, you can also find me on your uh, internet uh, at the other Muhammad uh, on Instagram. Good name. Yeah. The other Muhammad. Yeah. It's just the other Muhammad. And yeah, I think that's that's the only one I use. That's the only social media I really use is Instagram. So yeah, the other Muhammad. That is it, everybody. Peace in the Middle East. It's back. Inshallah. The 90s are back. (laughs) The 90s are back. Let's bring back the the, the gay jokes all over the Middle East. And then we're really... (laughs) Gay jokes are back. Yeah, gay jokes are back. Bring back the gay jokes. (laughs) That's that'll come next. Yeah. Thank you, Muhammad. Working on it. Cheers, Kaplan, guys. That's it. What should we do? I think it's time we get lost. Get lost. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.